one of the big things I was coming up with, and which is why another piece of the puzzle that sort of came together was, um, you know, in the accounting industry, <laughs> there's a lot of push right now and a lot of energy around advisory. You know, the business owners want more than just their books done and cleaning the financial reports, but they really want help on understanding those financials, et cetera. And that was something that I could do because I am a business owner, right? So that came naturally to me. But as we were growing and as I was really working then, was realizing, wow, this is going to be a big lift to educate and train our great accountants who are great at doing what they do to take it to the next level. Welcome to the Women Choosing Growth Podcast, where we feature inspiring stories of success, challenges of growth, and lessons learned from women entrepreneurs, industry experts, and thought leaders who have been through the growing pains inevitable as an entrepreneur. Whether you are just getting started or are looking to scale up your business, our show is designed to provide you with the tools, resources, and community you need to grow your business. Join your host, Tina Sue, a lifelong entrepreneur and business growth advisor, as we explore topics such as marketing, sales, finance, leadership, and personal growth all tailored specifically to the needs of women entrepreneurs. So if you're ready to grow your business faster and smarter, then this podcast is for you. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. So growing your business is one thing, but growing it strategically is another. Today, we're talking about one strategy for growth, which is growth by acquisition. You are likely thinking I mean strategy of acquiring another business and merging them into your own. However, I'm actually talking about being acquired. Yes, that's right. Being acquired is a strategy to growing your business. Now, some people are thinking, wait, wait a minute. Being acquired mean, is usually the end goal. It's usually you sell to someone else and then you're done and you move on. But that's not necessarily the case. And for Lee Podolsky, CEO of Breakwater Accounting and Advisory Firm, being acquired was a decision made to grow her business. We will hear about her start as a one-woman operation to where she is today with over 50 excellent team members, hundreds of clients, and a growth plan that would make anyone proud. Welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, if someone looked at your business today, Lee, which by the way, Breakwater is a bookkeeping firm that works with clients across the United States and has been growing tremendously, obviously. So if someone looked at your business today and the growth that you've had over the last seven, several years, nine years actually to be exact, right? We're in our ninth year. I can't wait to celebrate the 10th with you. Um, but some would say like, wow, she must have had a great strategy for all this growth. Uh-huh. Is that how you became so successful? Sure. I'd love to tell you that there is a full, fully mapped plan and it all went according to plan, but that is absolutely not the case. But, you know, you can't ever, uh, you just, I guess we've, um, I started Breakwater with knowing that I wanted to help more people and I had an idea um, but I did, I had no idea that it would, it would grow like this. So yeah, they're definitely, um, it's not as easy as, uh, it may look. Right. And, and success as we know, does, is not a linear line. There's a lot of, lot of ups and downs and turns and unexpected opportunities, right? 
Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, and just learning and, and being open-minded and learning from each thing that comes your way and how to pivot. And, um, that's sort of how we've gotten through all the way. Um, so never followed sort of the typical path. It just is what made the most sense for us at the time. And I think one key thing is like being open. And I think that, uh, you you know, that's part of what we're going to talk about today. Growth by being acquired is not, a. I wouldn't say it's not typical. It's very, it is very typical. It's just not something people usually think of. And it wasn't something you were thinking of as some written strategy plan. So the fact that you were open to even thinking that was part of where your success is today too, just being open to opportunities. Yes. And that, that is one key thing I will say that, and I want to continue to be um, open to opportunities and ideas, things I haven't thought of before, because that's really how Breakwater has grown. And um, I'm excited to see, see what happens next. Yes. I love it. I I'm glad to be on that journey with you. And for those listening, it was Cultivate Advisors that acquired Breakwater. But I want to have you talk more about your story, Lee, because I think your history and of growth from being that one woman show who was doing this part time and had babies, baby at home, um, to where you are today is like is basically our listeners somewhere on that journey. Maybe some are already you know beyond. Some are just starting. But why don't you share that of like how did you get to where you are today and where did you come from? Absolutely, because uh, everybody's journey is is unique, right? And mine uh, has probably changed. There have been a few key turning points along the way. Um, I started out in corporate world and was totally focused on a corporate track. And the first trigger was that even got in the way of that thought was uh, having my first child. And uh, you know, I went back to work after ten weeks. I was like, you know, trying to go on as always. And I was like, hmm, that's <laughs> not easy, not the same. No, it's not the same. And I tried tried to make it work over a period of a year, trying part-time and things like that, but it just didn't work. So that was the first really big trigger in my life where I was, n- I sort of had to rethink kind of what I wanted to do. And that was probably the beginning of me getting, going along um, on the entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey and to have the other opportunity I've had. I started doing some freelance accounting and bookkeeping uh, while I had my children younger. And then as they were going to school, I could do that, you know, flexibly and my clients were great. And then the next sort of big piece was when the kids were older and I wanted, I was ready to do something more and something for myself, rather not just about surrounding the kids. That's when I had the opportunity to really dig in and start Breakwater. And that was uh, literally about a little over eight years ago. So all of those, you know, I guess my having children actually triggered this whole process, which is kind of cool. It was the same for me. When I had Alyssa, it was like uh, corporate America wasn't for me anymore. I think it's the, it's not the, but it is very common for women. our, Our life changes at that point. And it's funny because in talking about this over the years with different people, somebody said to me as I was explaining it, they said, so you unintentionally, but kind of intentionally created what you were looking for back then. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I, when I created Breakwater, my goal was to have create that opportunity for people to be able to work flexibly around their life. And um, you can still get, you know, really intelligent people who just, 
have other priorities at that time, but may want to work for, you know, part-time. And that was really how we started. And um, that seemed to really click with people to that something they were looking for. Yeah. And that's how you built uh, quite a bit, like those first of several, um, I, I can't remember what number probably at that point, but those were other mom moms who wanted to give back, have a skill, but yet still be flexible. So you had several years there of growth. And when was it that you thought, um, because you came to Cultivate. So when was, what was that triggering moment for you of when you're like, I've got a team, things are going great. We're, we're getting new clients. Clients are happy. We're producing great work, but you reached out to Cultivate. What, what was that triggering event? Absolutely. So, um, it was year five and we had grown, you know, heads down, just working, going, it was like a roller coaster, but just going with it, riding the wave and loving every minute of it, but literally becoming, you know, a multi-million dollar firm in first five or six years. And we were, we were getting ready to celebrate our five-year anniversary. And everyone's question was, so (laughs) what's your plan for the next five years? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't expect (laughs) far along, you know, after this, you know, after five years. So I don't know. And so, and I was really, you know, realized that I couldn't, I didn't have to figure it all out by myself and that I would love to tap into people who have done it before, who've scaled businesses before, who have succeeded, um, and just that outside perspective. And so uh, one of my colleagues was listening to a webinar that was run by Cultivate Advisors. And she came to me a few times and said, I really think you should just get on a call. I think we should talk to them. And finally, she set up the call and we had the call and we then we had a meeting and a talk, got to really dig in and talk through uh, our business. And um, we never looked back. It was awesome having that outside perspective, uh, being able to bounce ideas off of someone who wasn't right in the thick of it with us and who had been through this before. Yes. Well, and I, I appreciate that and Cultivate loves the fact that we've been on that journey with you. Um, although advising is important and we we actually, most of our guests do have somewhere along their journey where they, having the outside perspective is so important and so key. We could go on a million tangents on that way. But I want to make it clear to the listeners that that's, that was just the beginning of your journey. That That is not how growth by being acquired happened. Because that, that, that was still like a whole nother range. So, so your advisor with Cultivate was helping you with that next five-year plan. What's the future look like? All of those things, right? Yeah. Really helping us build work on our infrastructure to be able to continue to grow at the pace we were growing without it being so disruptive. So that was really what we needed. We needed to focus a little bit more internally to get set up for the next wave. So you had the people and then you needed the processes and you guys are very technical focused already, but just some of those more of technology systems to be able to scale. So if you don't mind, I'll tell you the rest of the story because the other side of that comes from Cultivate, right? And I was part of that. So as Cultivate and we work with a lot of business owners, a lot of times their books are messy and we weren't able to give good advice to our business owners because we didn't have that financial clarity. So we went out to seek to acquire a company that would be able to solve that problem for us. It just so happened that Lee's um, goals and the vision of her company was completely in the line with Cultivate. 
So, so acquisition on both sides, acquiring a business is obviously a financial investment. Things have to be right. But from your side, acquisition is a huge decision considering that wasn't even on the, that wasn't even on your radar. So when things are, your, your business was going so well, you got to the five-year mark, like, holy heck, look at us now. You hired an advisor who has had, had helped you with what your next five, 10 years was from a scaling standpoint. What were some of the things that were for you and, and probably likely others that could be in your shoes? What were some of the things that went through your head that were made a point for you to say, yes, this makes sense? Well, it definitely was a process, right? I really had to try to wrap my head around it because I had not ever considered it. I mean, I had considered at some point in the future, maybe I would sell or what the end game would be because I didn't want breakwater to just end. Mm -hmm. So, So like, what would it be beyond me? And I knew that, you know, when I was working on this next five year plan, I knew that I had to work on not having it be all about Lee, like that it needed to, we needed to build it so that it could continue to grow and, and live on. Um, so that was like our children, like our children. <laughs> it <laughs> needed to leave the house and go live on its own <laughs> and contribute to society. Yeah. Come back on the holidays. <laughs> exactly. So I knew that, but, um, I had never even thought about doing that, especially, you know, in, I think we started talking about this in towards the end of my sixth year of breakwater. So, um, and then we talked through it when we were talking through more like a partnership and I was very open to that. And I was just, I was just listening, right. I just listening to all the possibilities and what was out there, you know, and then it was 2020. So the pandemic, which is pretty huge. And, um, you know, I think all business owners felt the weight that year, especially, um, was so much unknown. So we were going through that. We were still following through on all of our plans to restructure and working on our infrastructure, but, but from our homes and trying to navigate all of that. And, um, so I think at that time, you know, everything kind of came together that, wow, it would be really nice to have support. I'm not ready to end. I'm not ready to leave breakwater, but it would be so nice to have support um, to help me grow this to where I would love for it to be. And so that's why I just was really open to listening. And I, I would highly encourage any business owner, no matter how much you think you know and how many great ideas you do have, it is so helpful to have outside perspective. Yes, I agree. I think, you know, you've learned it as a entrepreneur and, and obviously I did too. There's a whole nother episode I could do on like when I actually became an entrepreneur and it wasn't the day I started my business. It was years later. And that was after I had a tribe that was helping me learn those things. So I will, I will sing that until I'm blue in the face. I agree with that. When we talk about acquisition, you're right. We, we started talking about a partnership, like, hey, we'll share referrals. This all makes sense. And then it was like, this just makes so much sense. And that's one thing I guess I want to point out for other businesses. Being acquired, obviously, Lee, you're still here. So a traditional, again, when people think acquisition means someone bought and someone sold. And that is the case in a strategic acquisition like this, like, you sold your entity, if you will, but you're still here because you're still part of the growth plan. And that is one of the key things I would want to make sure anyone listening is like, it's not just anyone offering to purchase your company would be a good strategy. It is like, 
like in our case, advisors needed clean books. You, part of what you do for your business owners, we have the same clientele. So it was two parallels where we're not competing, but we're serving the same people, right? So it made sense. And and obviously you're running a wonderful business. So it made sense that there was no where in in the plan that we would ever not want you there. As a matter of fact, that was a requirement <laughs> that you stayed, right? It was like, you need to be here because you are part of the brand. So when people are thinking about, hmm, I never thought about growth from being acquired and then being part of a bigger picture and a bigger purpose, like it has to be strategic. Absolutely. And um, I think what, so again, like it was lots of months, probably a, over a year, talking through back and forth and being and constantly thinking through everything because remember there's a ton going on it's during the pandemic lots of different ideas and also like what's the what do I want for breakwater and one of the big things i was coming up with and which is why another piece of the puzzle that sort of came together was um you know in the accounting industry we there's a lot of push right now and a lot of energy around advisory you know, the business owners want more than just their books done and clean the financial reports, but they really want help on understanding those financials, et cetera. And that was something that I could do because I am a business owner, right? So I, that came naturally to me, but as we were growing and as I was really working then on growing breakwater and, and stepping back further from the, the direct um, client work, was realizing, wow, this is going to be a big lift to educate and train our great accountants who are great at doing what they do to take it to the next level and also be able to provide that business advisory. And so I, it just all of a sudden started to click as we were you know, speaking with Cultivate that, well, this would be a way to add on that service, even a better service than an accounting firm could provide itself because we would be able to partner with entrepreneurs who'd already done this. So like it, and, and that means something when you're a business owner to be able to talk to somebody who understands how it is to be in your shoes, because it's a very unique feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly, and you just know. And so it's really helpful to talk to other business owners. So I just was like, wow, that could be because that was a big struggle. I was trying to figure out like, how am I going to do this? Because um, I really we have to we advisory is a huge part of what we want to do for our clients. So that was a piece of the puzzle that also sort of came together as we were talking through what a partnership might look like. Yeah. I, basically what I hear both of us say, right. It's like, we knew that the puzzle piece that was missing on our end and you, when this opportunity comes up and well, you, and you knew it beforehand, but then it was like, Oh, like that fits perfectly. And we, we solved each other's business challenge. Right. So that's where like, that's how you would know if, if, if you're either planning to do this or thinking like, how could I do this from a growth standpoint in the future? Like making sure that it's a win-win for both sides. Would you agree? Exactly. Absolutely. Making sure it's a win-win. And again, really making sure that you have a common, common goals, common culture, and that you feel like you, you really build that trust because it is something, you know, I have seen clients actually who have acquired businesses, right. And the business owner sort of stays on for a period of time and it's, and it doesn't work very well because 
they're clashing and the business owner wants it one way and the new owners want another way. And so, and that can be really hard. So you really have to, the partner that you're going to be working with and make sure that you are all focused on the same things and, and like really understand who you're, who you're working with, right? Cause it's only going to work with someone who's aligned, a company that's aligned with where you want to go and your mm-hmm. values. I was just going to say that the values, mission and values of both companies need to be aligned. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you an accomplished woman business owner with a story to tell? Do you crave a platform where you can share your journey, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Hey, everyone, it's Tina here. If you're fans of the show, then you know we are a show that celebrates the strengths and resilience of women entrepreneurs just like you. As we're getting this podcasting community going, I thought it would be fitting to an extended invitation to apply to join me as a guest on our Top 100 podcast platform. I started Women Choosing Growth because I believe that real growth happens when we come together and share our expertise and our experiences. We want to hear your inspiring stories, the challenges you face, and the lessons you've learned on your entrepreneur journey. Whether you've triumphed over adversity or faced setbacks head on, your story has the power to inspire and empower other women just like you. This platform is for you to showcase your achievements, highlight your expertise, and create meaningful connections within our community. So if you're a fearless woman business owner, unafraid to open up about your path to success, we want you on our show. Go to www.womenchoosinggrowth.com and join our community. From there, you'll be given the chance to fill out the short application. If you believe that you have a story to share, then why not? Once again, it's www.womenchoosinggrowth.com. I can't wait to feature more amazing and talented women in this community. Now, back to the show. Lee, you had said something that was really, I, I think, key and important is the timeline that it takes. This is not where typically if you're acquiring a business, someone is for sale and you're buying them. But in this case, and in many cases like this, where it's an accidental plan, (laughs) um, where you find that strategic partner, this isn't something you go jump into bed with someone in a 60 day period. Like, did you, like, if I think back, it was from the very first time that when I was doing the due diligence for us, Gosh, I'd have to look back on that, but I feel like it was a good year and a half of like talking to you of like, hey, we're looking to partner with someone to how many visits, how many strategic sessions, alignment, what would this look like? All of the questions that we kept going through, like, was it about a year and a half? I feel definitely a year and a half. Yeah. It seems like it's, I mean, it was, it was a long process, but it was really important process. And I think kept going back and forth. You know, it's just, it's a journey, right? And like, and everything has to kind of click over, over, you know, and and you work out one thing and then you're thinking and you're coming up with ideas. And then in the meantime, your business is evolving and other things are happening out there in the world. So everything kind of has to align. And you just stopped focusing all of your energy on breakwater and just focused all on this acquisition, right? Like you just stopped looking at the day to day. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the point is you still had all the other hats that you have to wear and all the other things you had to do. And then someone's like, Hey, what if, what if we merged formally? <laughs> what if? But I love, I loved the what ifs. I love how, like I said, I love hearing other ideas and it, that always can get you to an even stronger place. So, um, it's kind of really cool to, to, now that I look back at it during it, I didn't know what was going to happen. It was exciting. And it was, um, just learning and questioning and vetting. And, uh, it, so it was definitely a process and it's one that you should take very, very seriously when it's your baby, right? When you, you've built your business, um, you don't want to take it lightly when you're making such a big decision. Yeah, it's life. It's a. It's one of the many life-altering decisions that we made to to do what you did in the beginning and leave corporate America to hiring your first employee, to hiring an advisor to help you with the next growth, to saying yes to like, yeah, let's merge on a formal level, and then you know, sky's the limit for the next five years, right? That's right. Who knows? Life changing. Who knows? That's right. <laughs> We've got a written plan, though, people. We like, always have a written plan. <laughs> No, we always have a plan. It's just, but just always be open-minded and listen and, and be, because so much changes, right? In the world and what your clients need and uh, everything. So it's just always good to keep an open mind through it all. Yeah. Successful businesses don't stick to one plan because you have to be like, that's what I'm hearing you say throughout this thing. You just have to be open, ask a lot of questions, process. What's the value in, in, it's back to the WIFM, right? What's in it for you? Whatever the the thing is that you're trying to work through, there's a there's a WIFM on both sides. So it absolutely and I guess my biggest thing and I, you know, everybody's different, but um my biggest thing is really that I wanted to look out for my baby, Breakwater, and all those people um at Breakwater and make sure and my and our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, so many more people to be thinking of in, in this decision. It was definitely not just about me. Yes. Um, and that's another piece, you know, that also so many pieces of the puzzle that you have to kind of work out. Yep. From the time we hire our first employee, it's now we have to think of other people, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Any last words of advice for um, business owners who are who have never thought of this strategy? Wow. What if they thought this was interesting and they're maybe feeling like they were at the same point you were? Is there a way to go out and be more strategic about that? to, well, I think, gosh, I I mean, I think it would be to tap into, find out um, what is out there, what complements where, you know, what your goals are, what you're looking for, what pieces or of a business or what types of business would complement what you are offering to strengthen your offering to your, your clients. Um, So really, and doing a lot of due diligence on that. um, But I think it's, it, you know, I, guess you can probably Tina tell us a little bit more about like who you would even tap into to go find that because the opportunity for for breakwater came just in such a unique way just because I you all found out about breakwater because we were being advised by one of your advisors <laughs> um, your due diligence but um, so that was kind of a a unique situation where I hadn't been necessarily out there looking for it. But if, if, if it is something that, um, is inspires someone, then I think just 
again, thinking through what you need, what your business needs, what you want for your business, and then doing due diligence on what would be good fits and then vetting out and having conversations with um, people in that industry or different businesses in that, that realm. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's exactly where I was thinking of um, whether someone listening is looking to acquire, right? How do you know who to, to acquire? It's everything that you just said. It's like, what are the missing pieces? What could complement? Maybe it's not a missing piece, but it could be an add-on. Um, it could be a strategic partner, again, like us, where it's not competitive, but we're serving the same people. So whether the listeners are wanting to acquire or merge, like there's so many uh, from the from the financial how how that gets structured like that's not even part of our topic today because I can guarantee I've been through part of so many acquisitions both myself and helping businesses through them no two are alike so it's not a matter of like does someone buy you a hundred or what percent or like that's a whole nother story and it's very unique but when we talk about strategy by acquisition there's multiple sides to that it's whether you're buying being bought or somewhere in the middle where you're merging together from any kind of percent. It's like, for me, that definition is a formal partnership where there's skin in the game for both people. Exactly. Exactly. And the well said, and you're right. It's, it's really knowing where you want to go and what might fit. You don't have to grow just by yourself. And sometimes we don't pick up our head and be like, wait a minute, it doesn't have to be just solved with just our people. Um, maybe we can acquire or merge or partner with another group. Um, and, and that's, you know, when you sort of open your eyes to the, all the different possibilities, it's kind of, I don't know, makes it, makes it a bigger, I've lost my train of thought, but it, it opens the, oper- the playing ground. It opens the playing ground. It makes it bigger. Like um, things you hadn't even, hadn't even thought of. Thank goodness they're edits. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go through, edit that pause. <laughs> Yes, it opens up the playing field. Exactly. I love it. Well, Lee, I appreciate your time today and for sharing your expertise. Um, Where can people find you if they want to follow you? I know you have a podcast as well. So just from um, accounting standpoint and from following you on your journey. And then if you're listening and you don't have a very good understanding of your financials and clean books so that you can make business decisions from your financials, you need to call Lee. <laughs> well, Lee's team. Lee doesn't take the phone calls anymore. She's got a team for that. <laughs> well, I would love to talk to you. Yeah. Yes. Um, so where can they reach you, Lee? Yeah. Um, so uh, Lee, my name, Lee Podolsky on LinkedIn. And then we have Breakwater Accounting uh, LinkedIn page. We have Facebook and Instagram um, if, and Twitter. If you just look up um, Breakwater Accounting, you should find us. Okay. And then your podcast? Podcast is uh, Peace of Mind. And we, um, that is, li- there are links on the, our LinkedIn. Um, and it's also, I think, on Apple and Spotify. Okay. And they can, if they wanted a consultant from just to even look at their financials, they can go to your website for that as well. Oh, a website would be perfect, breakwatercorp.com. And they, uh, there's a contact form so they can uh, get in touch with us quickly that way. Perfect. And I know from working with you that you give a free deep dive into the book. So even if you want someone to peek under your hood, they would be able to tell you where the um, skeletons are. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, we definitely do a, a free assessment for anybody that is interested. 
Perfect. Well, I appreciate your time and your expertise today, Lee. Thank you again. Thank you, Tina. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. The Woman Choosing Growth Show is not just another podcast. It's a tribe of women helping each other grow. So please share this podcast with all the women entrepreneurs that you would love to see succeed. If you'd like to know more about customized business advising through Cultivate Advisors, download business tools, or sign up for upcoming events, visit www.womenchoosinggrowth.com. Once again, that's www.womenchoosinggrowth.com. Remember, we are in this together. See you on the next one.